Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Wonder Hour, where we discuss new age topics including alternative health, spirituality, and all things metaphysical. I'm your host, Krista, and today we are missing our sweet Roxy, but we will continue on as we speak to another Woo Woo Woman today. So welcome to our 12th episode. Today we are interviewing the beautiful and lovely Candace West, who is the CEO at Everyday Living LLC. She is a nurse and an intuitive that is passionate about supporting women to realign to a better state of wellness. She currently has training and certifications in chakra management, Reiki, the color mirror system, and spiritual and mindset coaching. Woo, that's a lot, which is awesome. And channeling her creative energy, she has also developed a passion to provide supportive material that can be used daily, furthering people's energetic alignment, which she has developed two Oracle card decks, which are beautiful, by the way, and journals, as well as an online school called the Energetically Aligned Institute. I like that name as well. Welcome, Candace. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so awesome, Candace. So long story short, Candace was one of the first people that came to mind whenever Roxy and I were starting this podcast because Candace is a beautiful person that I have only met once, but she has left a really strong impression with me energetically. Uh I met her through one of my best friends, and she is actually my best friend's uh, sister-in-law. And she was like, you got to meet this woman. She's like, she's like us. She's into all this stuff. She's really great. And uh, we had a meeting uh, when COVID was going on, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a beautiful um session together and I just love to see how Candace has evolved over these years and uh, just reading through her um, everything that she's doing right now I'm just amazed at how far she's come in such a short period of time if you really think about it. So Candace, let's start from the beginning and tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. Sure, sure. So, you know, counting my high school years of nursing home, um, you know, providing care in a nursing home, I've been essentially in the medical field for 26 years, which is like crazy to say. I, I feel like I was 26 years old just the just the other day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so through the years, you know, CNA turned advanced practice registered nurse, and I've been working within the same organization now for 22 years, which will be coming to an end, um, in just a short couple months. And my nursing has really been in the, the med surge specialty, but then as of lately, it's kind of shifted towards like patient safety and quality. And, you know, I'm a mom of three, I have one that'll be 20 tomorrow got a 13-year-old, 11-year-old, and then my husband also is within the same organization, and he also is a nurse. And so really, like, my background in this holistic wellness journey, like you said, Krista, started just a couple years ago I was as I was making my own um, transitions in my, in my personal life, and things kind of started shifting. So 
in a nutshell, that's essentially like my background from like the nursing perspective. Awesome. And so how did you transition from, let's say, I know you're still doing nursing, right? But how did you make that transition from a nurse to an energy healer intuitive? You know, it's, it's funny because growing up my whole life, I always, what I now know is intuitive. I just thought this was normal. I thought this, everybody felt these like inner knowings and I felt like everybody could get these nudges and hear these things and see these images. And so I really never connected it to anything until, you know, we had our session a couple years ago and all of a sudden I'm like, Krista, what's happening? <laughs> what is going on here? So it's, you know, as I'm on this road to self-discovery and I'm learning that like, wow, this is something I have been this whole entire time and I just didn't know, um, using all of those things, I've really been using them throughout my career without realizing, like they say, as a nurse, you just get this feeling when something is off with a patient. Yep. And I just thought like, oh, well, we all have this. But I felt like mine was more, like much more stronger. There were things I was able to like, you know, just kind of feel, which would, you know, allow me then to talk to providers or talk to family members or just, you know, staying at the bedside a little longer with someone because I could just feel that they needed that. And so really, I guess, as a nurse, I've incorporated these things my whole career. But now as I've kind of shifted into the energetic side of things, I I don't think that, like, I use it as much in my my work space, I guess, just because of where I work and, and stuff like that. But I definitely can use the intuitive sense to kind of help drive, um, like, practice or to promote change or to mm -hmm. have those conversations with providers of, are you sure maybe we wanna go down this course? And so I indirectly use those um, kind of like that wisdom and the intuitive sense to kind of direct care. But I know as I like shift and retire, I will definitely like practice fully in this holistic wellness using the different training I've had to just support um, like just like the healing and transformation in the clients that I have. Yep. And I'm sure that having this nursing background has really set you up in a very good way to walk into this energetic, energetic healing and intuitive background. Because if you think about it, nurses are the front line of empathy when it comes to in your worst situations, they are the ones that are there for you. So I think that you know, we actually see a lot of, uh, especially energy healers, I think, come out of the nursing profession because we're drawn to help people from the beginning. So that makes complete sense to me. Yeah. It's so funny to put the puzzle pieces together as I move through this. And I, I feel like people like low key come out of the closet of, oh, I also believe in these things or, oh, I I also have this intuitive gift. I feel like there's been so much judgment for so many years um, that people don't fully live in that that power uh, because of the fear of judgment and what others think. So, but as we're evolving, I feel like there are more and more people just kind of coming out and and releasing the fear of judgment because they know that there's a greater purpose um, in serving others. Yeah, absolutely, friend. 
So what would you say has been the most challenging part of your healing journey? Oh my goodness. Um, patience. <laughs> Definitely patience. I have um, so many layers, like so many people, right? And just doing this work and moving through each story or event, it can be so exhausting and it can be extremely, you know, painful having to reface things that consumed so many years of my life that I've kind of compartmentalized and avoidance is a really good word. <laughs> and, yep. you know, just, yeah, I think that's probably the big thing is just, you know, I want to, you know, two years, even, you know, two plus years. Well, my dad's, you know, second year anniversary is coming up in literally like 20 days. So literally, you know, we're at two years roughly of, of this journey that I've been in on. And I feel like I, I tackle an area and then like, it's like, you know, you scratch the wound off, or scratch the scab off the wound. And I know it's gross, but nursing is like what I can relate to. Mm -hmm. And it's like the stuff oozing out of this wound is like all of the stuff we're trying to release. And sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm about to be 42. So I've got many years worth of stuff that I have to release. And so it's just having patience with myself and letting it unfold and just releasing and breathing. Mm -hmm. That's probably been the toughest part. Yeah. I mean, it's just tough to be a human in general, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, you know, I know this too, and you know this as well, because you, you work with people energetically. We all have our stuff, right? It doesn't matter who you are, where you are on your journey, where we all have our stuff. And it's like, for me, it's like peeling off layers of an onion, right? And sometimes yeah. I put a layer back on that I thought was taken off. But, um, you know, I, I love that you said that patience has been a big thing in your healing journey. And I definitely relate to that myself because, you know, a lot of times we think that we should be further along than we are. And sometimes spirit saying, no, no, you gotta, you gotta revisit this and learn this again. You know, I <laughs> so, know, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that, that because literally my daughter just, I want to say a couple weeks ago, she had been in a really awful relationship when we were, you know, overseas and that relationship really did a number on her. And so last week, um, or maybe it was earlier this week, man, oh man, the days are getting away. She had went through something with her current significant other and she calls these things gremlins that kind of creep up in her. And she's like, mom, I thought I was past all that. And I had to remind her, sometimes we have to revisit these things because the experience was so powerful and it really took so much out of us, you know, these traumatic events. And so sometimes we have to revisit things two and three and four times just to get it all out of us. And so I think it's, you know, you bring to a good point. Sometimes we re revisit these things and it's like, man, thought I was past that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of the healing work that we do too. You know, we, you know, you can go through and release a tremendous amount of trauma from a person in one session, say, right. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. mean that there is, there isn't lingering stuff there energetically that will come up if it's triggered. So, yeah. um, I definitely relate to that too, friend. Um, yeah. What has been 
the most rewarding for you in this experience from, you know, transitioning from nursing into the the healing, energetic healing world? You know, that was one question, like I was, you know, thinking about for a little bit, you know, and really what it boils down to, I feel like the most rewarding part to all of this is I feel like I'm actually living life. Um, life I'm now able to live without being weighed down, you know, has just been so refreshing. And then, you know, watching my my kids incorporate these little nuggets, like it's been so special. I feel like I didn't clear some of this stuff before I had them. So being able to do the work now and watching them make their small shifts. So we as we as a, a family unit can break some of these generational uh, trauma events and limiting beliefs to to hopefully prevent them from repeating things that me and my ancestors did. So I think, yeah, just being able to truly feel like I'm living. And I relate to that so much. That's why I love you because I feel like we have a very similar energy. I felt that from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I come from the corporate world. So, um, and I'm still in the corporate world while I'm doing this. So we're kind of in the same boat in that way. But I, I agree with you when I step, because there was a, a period of time where I stepped away from the corporate world entirely. And I felt like there was this huge weight taken off of my shoulders that I could actually be creative mm-hmm. and kind of be who I am um, at, you know, at my core, be more authentic. So I don't know if that's kind of what you feel as well. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the month of August. I feel like I will truly be able to step into my, my purpose. I, I, um, I'm like, I feel, I feel like I'm visible and, Mm -hmm. you know, in my groups and I'm my authentic self, but I feel like I could do more. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm having to wait until the timing is right, and then I feel like um, I'm going to be able just to to be out there a hundred percent and not have to worry about what I say or what I express because I will be allowed. I will have permission. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of power in being, you know, fully being your authentic self, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of putting yourself out there. I mean. Uh, we'll get to the part where she tells you um, where we can find her, but Candace does all of these amazing videos and content already. So, dude, I can't imagine what it's going to be like whenever you're out of nursing. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <sighs> I'm ready. So, um, how do you pe- how do you help people along in their healing journey? What are some of the services that you provide to to folks? Yeah. Um, so really, I just start off by meeting people where they're at because you know we all come from different places. We're all in different timelines on our transformation journey. And so once I know their need, I'm kind of able to offer a service that I think will most support their transformation. So I definitely feel like it's individualized. I offer, you know, a variety of services, you know, like you had mentioned in the introduction from coaching programs to chakra management, Reiki and color therapy. And so, and then those people just getting their toes wet, 
you know, that are kind of nervous and not really sure and may still live in that world of fear of judgment, of putting themselves out there to others, that's kind of where I recommend those card decks and journals. Um, those were specifically made um, for beginners because it can be, I know from my own experience, it can be scary because you're embarking on things that are so new and so different than how we have known the physical world to be our entire life. And mm -hmm. so it's, I really use, um, you know, chakras is really my focal point to kind of get started with my clients. You know, we have our discussion, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one call that I offer. Uh, those are, those are free uh, clarity calls, discovery calls, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. And it really allows me to, to chat with a client to see where they're at. And then based off of that, I'm able to give recommendations of, you know, are they just kind of in a, in a rut? You know, do they just need some Reiki to move that energy or are they recently divorced and they're on this brand new journey and, you know, reinvention coaching may be just what they need. Or is someone really, really lacking self-worth? You know, there's a 12, you know, week coaching program that really ties in self-worth and, you know, your financial abundance. Cause oftentimes those things, you know, mirror each other. When, when you lack the self-worth, you'll, you'll notice in your life that, you know, abundance in whatever form that is, is also kind of lacking. So it really is a variety, um, you know, based on each individual kind of client and how they present themselves. I love how you have all these different tools in the toolbox, so to speak, <laughs> based off of the client. <laughs> I know it's like, let me, I do, I feel like, what is that, that little cartoon guy that's got the little, the little toolbox that he carries around? I yeah, yeah. Like, I kids don't watch that stuff anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, really, the mm -hmm. chakras are the roadmap. They, in my opinion, they are the roadmap. They're connected with emotions. They're connected with organs and the meridians. And when you can hear what someone is saying, the words that they're saying and the feelings that they're feeling, you can identify what chakras are needing support. And that really drives, you know, that healing journey. Um, if they can be open um, to trusting because <laughs> sometimes people are all like distance Reiki. What? <laughs> so. No, I'm, I'm, t I'm completely in agreement with you. Um, you know, I've been seeing people for a couple of years and, you know, we always start with the chakras and clearing the chakras and you never know what's going to come out, what kind of like trauma is stuck in there or what energy is not moving, or maybe like an overactive chakra. And if you just listen to what the person is saying and you, you don't do anything energetically, you can totally see where the blockages potentially are, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's just all about trying to help people release what does not serve them and just open up energetically so that they can be more connected to the universal life force, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And um, that in itself is a huge transformation for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes when we can, you know, verbally say those other things and not associating it initially with the chakras, those folks that are really um, resistant initially, it, it tends to make a little bit more sense and they end up being a little bit more open because they can correlate to, oh, okay, you know, the liver stores, you know, anger. And, mm -hmm. and I think that they can be a little bit more welcoming to the information 
And then as they start to see those small shifts and they're able to correlate, you know, you know, one plus one is two, then they, then they start to really, I feel like trust and then they're open to receiving more. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if they come to a person like you or I, let me know if I'm wrong with this, but I think that if they come to us, they are at least curious, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And something within them is kind of pushing them forward in order, you know, to have, you know, that healing journey to start the catalyst that will start the stream of events in their life to, for major shifts. You know, it's so funny that you say that because when I was overseas towards my last year, I had this, you know, cause out in Japan, you know, that's, you know, they got the Reiki that was, oh, yeah. this was founded. Right. And so I had started learning a little bit about, you know, the chakras here and there. And I'm like, what is this stuff? And then I end up <laughs> at your, at your service, right. Where you end up providing me, I got, I think it was like two hours of just deep, um, you know, you did what EFT, then you rebalanced me and like, just having that, that service, I didn't know what it was, you know, my sister-in-law's like, Hey, my friend, you should do this. And I'm like, sure. Like at, I was willing to do anything at that point with how I felt just, I felt like there was so much turbulence within my body. Um, mm -hmm. and the things that you were able to share. And then I'm like bawling on the floor in a closet in front of some stranger. <laughs> I'm like, there's something powerful to this. And some of the things that you had mentioned, and I'm like, no, this doesn't resonate. No, this, this doesn't resonate. Little did I know that within six months on my own personal healing journey, that I would remember that I would unlock certain events that have been huge, that have just connected so many dots for me, that has really allowed me just to go deeper in my, in my healing and to understand why maybe I did some of the things that I did. So, you know, I don't know if I ever shared that with you, but it's really wild how, you know, you're able to connect, you know, just to my energy and identify things that were trapped that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And I think that all of us have that ability, you know, it's just a matter of the intention of connecting to that ability, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, I, I, I said this earlier in the podcast, but energetically, you really stuck with me um, more so than a lot of different people because I, I, you were, number one, you were like a huge energy, you know, <laughs> number two, you know, it was just, I felt so connected to you. I felt like we shared a lot of life experiences. So, and, and I, and I think that, um, you know, in that session, there were probably things that went through that session that were healing to me as well. So um, I don't know if you've encountered that as a healer, but I do see this sometimes. It doesn't happen very often. And you were one of the examples is as I am doing something with you, I'm actually healing, but we're, I'm not healing anybody. Universal energy is healing both you and me. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, actually, I, as you're saying this one person specific, I recently had a group coaching with reinvention and there was a situation, um, 
in one of the sessions where, you know, a client shared just some really raw stuff and was holding a lot of, you know, self-judgment and through her release, definitely, I was like, oh, it's okay. I can release, you know, my own self-judgment and have that self-forgiveness. So yeah, I can completely relate to that hundred percent. I love it. If it, I feel like the universe just brings together people for certain reasons, you know, and to see it through another person as well, to share similar life experiences. I think that that is very healing in itself. Um, and because like, I love that the fact that you do group sessions, I've never actually done that, um, with coaching and I can, let me know if I'm wrong here, but I could see how a group session is super beneficial, especially for us empaths and our and us light workers, because a lot of us have felt our whole life that we're just kind of like an alien dropped on this planet. No one <laughs> understands us. Yeah, definitely. And it's been interesting with each of my different group coaching containers, how each group they have, there's a common denominator where they're all suffering. And I say suffering because there's so much where we struggle to self-forgive. So we, so we punish ourselves by suffering and yeah. seeing the, you know, the, um, the similarities between each individual in each container. Like it's, it's crazy. And I'm like, they, these guys were all meant to sit together, hear each other's story. And when usually somebody shares something so deep and personal, somebody else pops out with, oh, I thought it was just me. And so it really is therapeutic because now they can see that they're not the only ones who chose to go down, you know, path A. And then because of that had, you know, consequences or, you know, feelings or suffering or what have you. And so it allows them to release that self-judgment because they know that there are others like them. And so it is definitely um, beautiful to watch unfold, but then in many cases as well, I, I can relate as well to the clients. I'm like, yeah, been there, done that. And I think too, that just helps me to support them that much more because an I as a person can say, I also did that. And yep. I think it, it, it does, it takes away that, that layer of feeling like you're being judged and that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, oh, I, I just love that. I love that you do that. And you also bring in others to speak in those groups, right? That have been through different experiences. Is, is that right? Yeah, I'll do, um, you know, little interviews. That way people can share their experiences if they're comfortable. Um, right. I have the monthly bearing it all where people can share a transformation that they've been through uh, and how they kind of navigated and, and pivoted and and what different resources they use to um, move them from where they were to where they are now. And so far that's been um, pretty well received. That is awesome. So um, what would you say is out of all the little tools that you got in your toolbox and you got a lot of them, <laughs> I love it. which one is your favorite? Well, definitely chakra management. Because I, again, like, I feel like it's the roadmap to our health. And when we can figure out which one is out of alignment, we can put into practice things to um, you know, energetically realign ourselves to where 
we can kind of course correct in the now. And then again, if there's things that are deep rooted, then you've got the life coaching programs that can come through and, and there's these different modalities that can help support that. But I definitely like to, I definitely use chakra management with everyone. <laughs> That's cool. So um, you'll have to forgive my ignorance with this. I know, like, can you explain to me what you mean by chakra management? Because, you know, in my world, I just kind of wave my hands around people. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So what I typically do is just have the session where we just go through and there's, you know, specific well, first I'll let them, you know, what brought you here and see what comes out through that. But then, you know, I, I kind of look at it like an algorithm. I'll ask additional questions and that are specific to each individual chakra to see, you know, what comes through. Um, mm -hmm. I can also do chakra analysis where I can kind of connect with the energy to kind of see if there's any uh, messages that I receive. And mm -hmm. then really just the Q&A back and forth and through the words, uh, through the body language and their movement, uh, I can usually pick up pretty quickly where things are out of alignment. And then from there, I just recommend what may be a good starting point. And sometimes it's just mere affirmations. You know, sometimes people are, you know, sometimes it's, hey, you need to ground a little bit more, you know, go, go stand outside in earth, <laughs> you know, yeah. so sometimes, you know, people aren't in a position where financially they can, they can, you know, sign up for any group or one-on-one -on -one services. So I try to meet people where they're at and then offer, you know, I have free, you know, workshops. I try to do them monthly and, you know, we have, you know, meditation moments and just other little things here and there where I try to at least give people uh, little tools to kind of help them uh, self-manage if that's what's needed. Oh, I love that. And so you've taken all of those different things and you putting it, you put it into a program, chakra management. I love it. Thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah, yeah. There is another one that I'm super curious about. Now, I have heard about this, but I'd like to hear a little bit more about it. Um, can you explain to me what color therapy um, or the color mirror system is that you use? Yes. So this is one that I'm also obsessed with. This was founded years ago in South Africa um, by a lady named Melissa Jolly. And so she created this color mirror system. And what it is, is um, it uses psychology of color to really help you identify, um, analyze and transform areas of your life that just just aren't working for you anymore. Um, the bottles like have a direct effect on your energy bodies and it bypasses your conscious mind and they support you in clearing issues that, you know, may be blocking or maybe that you're resisting on some level. Mm -hmm. And it, it really encourages you to recognize the area of like potential growth and empowerment in your life. And it, it's really funny because, you know, they say everything or everyone is a mirror. So yeah. it's funny, like, you know, that this is titled the, you know, color mirror system because, you know, as the name suggests, it acts as a mirror to really help you see more clearly what's going on in your life. Um, they, they can, the, well, really the colors that you're drawn to um, at any given time, because it could be different from day to day, or there can be, um, you know, uh, a consistent color theme, but they offer information and understanding into like your emotions, your health and well-being, maybe any issues or blocks that you have within your body, uh, your potential and like who you truly are. So it's a really, 
really awesome system. So I was a practitioner. Uh, it's like six months to get your practitioner. And I was doing readings and incorporating color therapy. Um, but I recently just completed the teacher course. And so now I'm actually a teacher for this system. And so I'm super excited because I am going to be able to incorporate um, these bottles with, you know, my chakra management and some other things. So I'm really excited to see what comes through um, over the course of the next several months for this system. That's cool. So like, um, like for me, I'm, I'm really drawn to the color white and like light purples, but I am not, I guess my least favorite color would probably be orange. So does that mean that maybe I have like a sacral chakra blockage? Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. So they, you know, when you talk about orange, right? Like some of like the key words related to orange are like codependency, uh, creativity, abuse, um, yep. enlightenment. And so, you know, orange is about like needing others. An orange person will create like negative input rather than have none. Right. So instead of just keeping quiet, they'll just put out negativity. Mm -hmm. They hate to not be noticed and tend to be the life and soul of the party. And kind of this leads to that neediness and the codependency of kind of like, I'll, I'll just put up with anything. So don't leave me. Right. So that's kind mm -hmm. of how those that like love the color orange, that's may how that may be how they're feeling. And uh -huh. sometimes it, you know, it was, you know, same thing with the chakras, right. It relates to the sexuality, to sacral chakra issues. And so sometimes, you know, your body is drawing attention to those issues and it's like, oh, okay, this is what I need to clear. Um, orange is also, um, that's that, the, the bottle of forgiveness. And this was actually one of the very first bottles that I used as I was moving through trying to clear um, forgiveness with those who have betrayed me. So of course, this was one, you know, as you know, I was really navigating through with my father. Um, and then, you know, my first marriage, I was trying to let go of a lot of the things tied to that. And, you know, it's interesting because it also, you know, trigger warning for those um, for, you know, abuse and such, but, you know, violation, abuse, um, you know, sexual assault, so on and so forth. This can kind of come up with the color orange. And at the time, I didn't even know in myself that, you know, I had a past of some of those things. You did when you did my reading, but I didn't. Yep. <laughs> and so you know, I literally bathed in this whole bottle. So what you can do with these bottles, it's like, it's energy. It's energy that your, your body is attracted to with, within these bottles. And so uh -huh. you can literally like, you know, dab some on a part of your body, like just you, using your intuition, you may say, oh gosh, okay. Like I want to put this on my elbow. <laughs> I don't know. I want to uh -huh. put this over by my liver. Um, and you can massage that space there and it literally absorbs within and gets down to that cellular level and helps to, for lack of better words, almost like a magic eraser. It tries to help erase, you know, these trauma events or these limiting beliefs that we are holding hostage within ourselves. And so another way you can do it is you can pour some into a bottle like every night throughout three weeks, or if you just want to like just to blast yourself, which mm -hmm. is what I did. I poured the entire bottle in my bath and I literally sat in there and I played a meditation. And, you know, of course, at first I was super skeptical. I'm like, whatever, this is like <laughs> oil with some dye, 
but whatever, like I'll, I'll try anything. Um, and I remember sitting there and I was, of course, my ego. All right, nothing is happening. When is this big magical thing supposed to happen where all of a sudden um, I forgive everybody who's ever hurt me? Uh huh. And um, when I when I finally like released that part of my ego and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna lay here. You know, I'm in the warm bath. My kids aren't hollering for me. And the second that I let my ego go away, I literally. I so I don't tap. I don't tap. The only time I've ever had any tapping was from you. That's just uh -huh. not something that I've studied. It's not something that I do. Um, it's not a tool that I have or did I think I had. And little, I'm just literally sitting in the bath and I just start tapping randomly on my body and I start like literally expressing all the people that I forgive, why I forgive them and how they were a part of my journey that I had called each and every event in at that time to heal. It is, it was the most wildest experience that I had. I was sobbing and bawling. Wow. I'm like, oh God, there it is. That, that right there. Oh and my gosh. It's crazy because from that moment on, like my father and I have the most beautiful relationship one that we could have never, ever had if he was still here in his physical form because yep. there was so much hurt. I didn't understand that he was loving me the best way he knew how. He had yep. his own demons that he did not know to work through. I mean, look at the stigma, right, to mental health. Look at the stigma to men, even little boys when they cry. You know, yep. we, we, we mute them. You can't do that. Boys don't cry. You know, and in an era where that definitely wasn't accepted. And so it's really allowed me to shift and look at him and all he went through and how he really just tried his best with me. And he just didn't want me, I think, to make some of the same mistakes that he did or that maybe my mom had made. And so that was his way of showing love. And I could have never have looked at things that way, you know, before that bottle. So that's an example of <laughs> the color mirror system and the power, the power of the bottle. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's so funny that, you know, um, you, you said, as soon as you said orange and forgiveness, it was like such a connection for me because um, over the past couple of weeks, actually, I've been getting this word forgiveness, forgiveness. Oh, <laughs> and I've always struggled with my upper chakras being very lit up. My lower chakras, not so much, mm -hmm. uh, especially the, the sacral chakra. So um, that's powerful stuff. I'm going to be looking into that. That. <laughs> It is crazy. I mean, it, I am, and how I was drawn to it. I was on a Reiki page, like one of the Reiki community support pages uh -huh. and somebody had posted, Oh, show me your work center, you know? And so I'm looking at everybody's little, you know, their little Reiki stations and home offices. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, so cute. But one stood out to me because they had just bottles, just colors. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is that? I, I was so, so attracted to the color. And so I had, reached out. I'm like, yep, totally creeping your page. I am that person, but what are those bottles? And so it's been like game over ever since she connected me to the instructor that she had. And within two months I was signed up 
I went through the six month program. It was so, so therapeutic and so healing in so many different ways. And I still use them obviously. And I do readings, I do Wednesday wisdom on my Facebook page. So I'll typically put up three bottles and people comment below what their most, um, what their, what bottle calls to them the most. And then I kind of reveal what the, you know, what the bottle means. And so many times people were like, oh my God, what? <laughs> so it's, it's, it kind of makes me chuckle in the background. Cause I was like, yep, that was me a year ago. <laughs> uh-huh. That is incredible. Yep. I love it. So friend, what is, if you could pick one piece of advice that you could give someone who is just starting this healing journey, what would it be? Um, just pivot. I know that sounds funny and it's actually the title of my journal and card deck, but truly that's why, that's why I titled it that like literally just pivot, just if it's the smallest shift to the right, you are progressing, you know, just keeping an open mind, you know, following the breadcrumbs and, and not to think, but to feel our head, our ego, our mind that deters us from our purpose. And when you use your, your head, right, that's just the ego interfering. It thinks it's protecting you, but really it's, it's pulling you away from your purpose. So following that heart and gut and just listening to your intuition, I feel like, you know, those are what will ultimately support you as you kind of navigate through, you know, those holistic waters. So yes. just pivot. <laughs> I love it. And you had, you said that you have a journal and a card deck on that, right? Yeah. So the just pivot card deck, it's a mindset card deck. So all of the little things I've been through, you know, there's forgiveness, there's, you know, boundaries cards, there's, uh -huh. you know, all sorts, you know, 44 different cards in there to just kind of support your mindset. And then the journal, it actually walks you through pivot because pivot actually stands for pause, inhale, visualize, omit, and trust. And so the, the journal will allow you, if you were triggered, you take that event and you write it down, or you pull a, a card from any card deck, really anybody's, you write down that. And then you go through the, the pivot process and you write down, you know, how long did you have to pause and allow that, you know, fight or flight to release mm -hmm. the breath work? How much, how much breath work occurred? Was it two minutes? Did you need five minutes today? And then you visualize what it is you need to shift or change and then omit, what are you needing to omit to propel you into the direction that you want to go? And then T is trust. Where do you need to trust your intuition? Where you need to remove the head and the ego and just trust. And then there's a spot where you can put in your gratitude and a spot where you can put in what this event or card or trigger, where was the gift? Because there's always a gift in all of the things that we you know, encounter, all the people we encounter. I love that you call it a gift, right? Because a lot of times, you know, the ego will not see it as a gift, obviously, but <laughs> I never <everything>. thought that <laughs> my mentor is like everything, everybody, every circumstance is a gift. So she has pounded that into me. So uh -huh. <laughs> I definitely, I give her credit for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a, an amazing way to look at life. It's all a gift. It's all an adventure. Just trust and flow with life. And I love that you have this process that people can go through whenever they're triggered. 
because, you know, that happens to all of us every day. We just have a, something. It doesn't have to be, you know, something even related to what we've got going on energetically. And then boom, there you go. The trauma comes up and how, you know, how do you, if you have a way to kind of like navigate through that, I think that is so beautiful and helpful, you know? Yeah. It's been, it's been a journey <laughs> that I know yeah. I'm just starting on. I was like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> well, I mean, like, think about it, Candace. That was, you know, a little bit, oh, how long was it that we met? That was two years ago? Yeah, he passed away on July 20th. And so it was that handful of days prior. So yeah, I'm just literally... You had your your hands on me and our energetic connection literally mid-July. Yeah, yeah, so, and you have done all of this stuff and it's and helped all of these people. Um, I am just so happy that you have made this amazing healing journey and you're sharing it with people because, you know, that's to me and Roxy feels the same way. That's what it's all about. We believe that we're meant to discover our light within, right? And yeah. then we're meant to share it with the world. And I think that you are totally doing that. And I am, I, I, the word coming up is proud. I don't know, but I'm just like, I'm like a cheerleader, like, yeah. <laughs> well, you <laughs> opened my this. door, my friend. You <laughs> opened the door. Um and your feedback gave me the courage to step through it. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for being you and um, agreeing to be on the show. I know it took us a while, but <laughs> you have to come back and share with us some of the new neat tools that you you develop or come across in a few episodes. Yeah, of course, of course. So um, thank you again, Candice, for sharing your story and your wisdom with, with us and our listeners. Um, and it's always a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, for our listeners who want to know more about your services, can you tell them how they can find you? Sure. Um, I'm at everydaylivingcw.com. Um, also, I'm at one Candace West on both Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. And I would definitely go to her Instagram and her Facebook. She's got some amazing stuff out there. And uh, a lot of things like Candace says she does for free if you're just interested to learn more about stuff. So thank you again, dear friend. And join us next time when we talk about mindfulness. Thank you, Candace. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.